0: Now that I'm 71, I'm starting to collect evidence that my brain is not operating quite as reliably as it used to. On May 2nd, I did a podcast, When Numbers Get Serious, in which I mentioned not remembering what the number 600 bird was on my life list, but that I'd seen it during my 2013 big year. Uh Uh-oh, somehow I'd forgotten all about an amazingly wonderful experience that happened not during my big year, but 14 years earlier, on spring break in 1999, when Russ and I brought our kids to Florida. My life list was at 598 when I opened my car door at the entrance of Lake Kissimmee State Park. But at that very moment, my lifer, Bachman Sparrow, was singing away number 599, and barely a minute later I got number 600, Florida scrub jay. Not just one, but a family group of three, and they flew right up to us, even alighting on our family's mascot, Piggy, a puppet we brought on all our trips. To top it off, one of my close birding friends, Holly Pearson, gave me the American Birding Association's 600 pin to commemorate. I don't know how all that slipped my mind. Another recent example of forgetfulness, I forgot to add shiny cowbird to my life list when Russ and I were in Everglades National Park in 2019, and I saw two or three in the parking lot at Flamingo. I was feeling very sick that day and the birds were not cooperative for photos, and I somehow spaced out when doing my e-bird checklist, even though shiny cowbirds were a lifer. So I started out this year's Florida trips with one more species than I'd realized. Otherwise, the shiny cowbird would have been number 700. I knew from the start that number 700 was most likely to be a non-native bird, since most of the birds I was still missing from South Florida were parrots that had escaped captivity and become established. And that's exactly what happened at the Biltmore Hotel and Golf Course in Coral Gables. The Egyptian goose was number 698. Ten of them were wandering about the golf course. The next two lifers were on the Biltmore hotel building. Dozens of parrots were perched on the window ledges, eaves, and other perches on the hotel, including two I needed, yellow chevroned parakeet and one mitered parakeet. The funnest element of getting the mitered parakeet was that one of the other people on the tour, Sarah Betancourt, was also working towards seeing her 700th bird for the ABA Continental List, and we did it together with the exact same bird. Three days later, I added one more native North American lifer in Homestead, a bird I've seen multiple times in Cuba, Panama, Costa Rica, Trinidad and Tobago, Ecuador and Peru, but never before in the United States, the smooth-billed Ani. This splendid bird, related to cuckoos and roadrunners, is rare and declining dangerously in Florida, where I've yearned to see one since I saw it in my first field guides. We didn't get the greatest looks. My photos aren't even what I'd call marginal, but that bird meant more to me than the three lifer exotics I saw at the Biltmore. And if ornithologists end up lumping two western flycatchers, as rumor has it, I'll lose a species, putting the smooth-billed ani in that magical number 700 spot. I bought the ABA 700 pin to wear on my ABA hat with my old 600 pin, making me officially one of those acquisitive birders who celebrates numerical milestones. I don't have any more numerical goals now, and the ABA doesn't have any pins for higher numbers anyway, so this is where it ends. I'll be the first to admit that hitting 700 was a ridiculous achievement, but Nevertheless, I'm ridiculously proud that I achieved it. I just hope I remember I did. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.